0: Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. He's going to welcome us. Thank you. Lord. When we get there. Yeah. The Thank one you. that paid the price for yes. our sins, the one that did it all for us, he's going to welcome yes. us. Hallelujah. 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 That's something to shout about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope you're on your way to heaven. Yes. I hope that you know Jesus and know that whatever you're going through is worth the cost because we're going to be with him forever and ever and ever Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah 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 thank you worship team it's time to preach amen glory be to God glory be to God we are on the last sermon of this series I really wanted to go on, and God said, no, you're not finished yet. You you got one more sermon. You need to bring it all together. So with the help of the Holy Spirit, we hope to bring it all together. Amen. We are working out of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We are reading out of the Amplified Classic, and it reads as such in our hearing. But we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, His really masterpiece, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which He prepared ahead of time. Hallelujah. Uh, we shall walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged. He prearranged our victory and made ready for us to live. Hallelujah! The thought I'm going to leave to you this morning is living out your purpose as a living epistle or letter, living out your purpose as his living epistle, his letter to the world. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father, even now as we come, Lord, your presence, Lord, your dunamis power, your enablement, move Tracy out of the way and allow your spirit to take over. Lord, touch my tongue, touch my mouth, touch my mind. Lord, I yield myself to you. I ask that you be glorified, that you be uplifted, that we may see Jesus, that we may see his glory, that we may see his excellency. Lord, even now, have your way. Lord, speak. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to know that your purpose, it is your journey. You may have the gifting of preaching, you may have the gifting of singing, and you may be actively doing that. But your purpose is bigger than that. Your your purpose entails your whole entire life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It it, it is the journey that you are on. It's how you live out your life, yielding yourself to the Holy Spirit and God using you to touch other people. Listen, God is not task-oriented. He's life-oriented. Hallelujah. He gave his life for us. So our lives are no longer our own. It is a yielding of him. It it is a yielding to him. It's a giving way to him. Believing that God is up to something. And the more you yield to him, the more you give to him, the more the Holy Spirit in you will, will use you. Use you more and more and more. Hallelujah. Listen to the scripture, Second Corinthians 5, 14, 15. It says, for the love of Christ controls, urges, impels us. Listen, listen, God, God, God wants control over you and me. He wants to provoke us. He wants to restrain us. He wants to push us as we live life. Your life is not your own. As you do life, God will work through you. He will touch people through you. Somebody ought to see Jesus in us. Heard the story, a famous quote of Gandhi. And Gandhi was studying the Bible. And this is what he said. He said, I love your Christ. But I don't like you Christians. He said, because you Christians Don't look like Christ. I wonder today do we look like Christ? Can somebody see the flowing of the Holy Spirit in us, in our action, in our attitude? In our daily life, listen, life is going to happen. Hallelujah. Stuff is going to happen. People are going to get attitudes, But we ought to be constantly aware that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And the life of Christ ought to be flowing through us because we've been called to be his testimony, his witnesses to the world. Especially... At a time like this, yeah. in a time like this, people need to see Jesus. They need to see the evidence of his love, of his purpose, of his strength in you and I. Somebody ought to be asking you the question, how come you still got peace? How come you still got a smile? How come you're not running crazy like everybody else? And you ought to be able to say, I know someone. And his name is Jesus, and he keeps me in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, don't let Satan steal your witness because you got your mind on other things than Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what he says to us. He says, he says, he says, in that same scripture, he says, for we are of the opinion and conviction. As Christ died for all, then all died. Know what he's saying? He said, Since Christ died for us, we ought to die to our own self-ambitions. We ought to give our lives over to him so that you may be the witness, the testimony, the, the letter that he has called us to be. Yes, Hallelujah. 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 Listen paul writes in second corinthians 3 2 and 3 he says know yourselves that you are our letter of recommendation our our credentials written in our hearts to be known perceived recognized and read by everybody you show and make obvious That you are a letter from Christ. You know what? Without somebody reading the Bible, if they watch your life, if they see how you live your life, if they are touched by your love, your, your personality, because Christ is in you, because the Holy Spirit is in you, they ought to show everything, they ought to see that Christ is in you. You know, I have prayed for people who've never been prayed for before. And it, it amazed me because I can't even imagine being grown and no one ever took me by my hands and prayed over me. And y'all saw the look, the, 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 the astonishment of them. they said, no one has ever prayed for me before. Thank you. My brothers and sisters, did you know that we are the letter of Christ, the evidence of Christ being real? Yeah. That's, that's bigger than the gift of preaching. I'm glad I'm a preacher. But but if my preaching, if, 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 if that's the only evidence of Christ in me, then I'm not doing, I'm not on my purpose. Yeah. If you are saying, if you're a deacon, those are titles. Thank God for those gifts. But it's bigger than your gift, it's your life. I remember being at this seminar, and, and this preacher was teaching. He's, and he was dealing with the same thing of purpose. And he read a poem I never heard before. I like to read it to you. It says, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. He said, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one should walk with me than merely tell me the way. Yeah. I'd rather that my eyes are a better pupil than willing than my ears. He said, Find counsel is confusing, but examples is always clear. He said, the best of all preachers are the men who live their creed. But to see good put into action is what everybody, is what everybody needs, especially in a world like this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He goes on, he says, I assume can learn to do it if you let me see it done. Hallelujah. I can watch your hands in action. Put your tongue too too fast, may run. He said the lecture you deliver may be very wise and true, but I'd rather get my lessons by observing what you do. I know that's right. For I, I might misunderstand you and and and, and how advice you give. But there's no misunderstanding how you act and how you live. My, my brothers and sisters, this is purpose life. This is what Christ is asking us. Listen, at school, on the job, in the hall, yeah. as we go to the grocery store, when we're in a restaurant, somebody's watching you. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can, can somebody other than that church know you're safe? Yeah. Is there evidence of the Holy Spirit in you? The poem goes on and this is what it says. He says, I see a deed of kindness and um eager to be kind. When a weak brother stumbles and a strong man stands behind just to see if he can help him, then I wish our wish grows strong in me to be as big and thoughtful as I know that friend to be. He said, all travels can witness that the best of God today is not the one who tells them, but the one who shows the way. Yeah, That's your purpose. That's my purpose. Yeah. That we show folks that by our talk, by our attitude. By the way we treat them, by the way we respond or don't respond, they know that there's something different in us than people of the world. You know what this does? This makes me check my life. It makes me check how I'm handling life situations. And am I allowing the flesh to rule or allowing the spirit to rule? To to my brother and sister, somebody I just heard, so I said, say, yeah, but but I, I'm just human. Wait a minute. If you're saved, you're not just human. You got the Holy Spirit in you. Matter of fact, the Bible says in John chapter 3, it says, Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You know what that tells me? That we got power to live this Christian life. You got power. If we surrender to the Holy Spirit, He'll show up. He'll show up and show out in all of our lives. This is our calling. This is what our purpose. This journey we on. Matter of fact, in in, in, in Ephesians 2.10, he said, I have already prepared your way. I've already made it. Matter of fact, trouble couldn't hit you unless I allowed it. And if he allowed it, he has already given you the victory over it. The trouble is to strengthen you to make the flesh sit down and shut up and make the spirit stand up. So instead of getting angry and bitter, you ought to surrender to the power of Jesus and let him show up and show up. I know that somebody know what I'm talking about. He'll keep you in perfect peace In the midst of the storm. He'll be your strong tower. He'll be the strength of your life. God is able when we let him. Hallelujah. Life is a journey. You know, Jesus is the prime example. Oh, yes, he is. Somebody said, yeah, but he was God. Yes, he was fully God, but he was fully man. John chapter 3 tells us, he said, that that the Holy Spirit was given to him without measure. That lets me know that Jesus, as he walked the earth, he did not use his power as God. He yielded to the power of the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, in the gospel of John chapter 13 and 14, he says this. He said, I don't do anything unless I see the Father do it. I don't say anything unless I hear the Father say it. You know what he's saying? He said, I'm actively surrendered to the power of the Holy Spirit. And he leads me and guides me in the way I need to go. Did you know that you got a promise from the from god in his word that if we acknowledge him in all of our ways if we surrender to him in all our way that he will direct our path hallelujah he will he will order your steps he will bless you he will show you he will fight your battle he'll make a way out of nowhere our god is with us right now somebody need to say that i know he's with me I know he got me. The Holy Spirit is in me. The Holy Spirit is over me. The Holy Spirit is all around me. I'm covered. I'm covered. I'm covered. Is there anybody covered today? Hallelujah. There's power. He did not leave us down here without power. And we got to be under the control of the Holy Spirit and he will prompt you. He will constrain you. Let me, let me see if I can explain constraint. Constrain is you go to say something, but you can't say it. Have you ever been there? You, you're going to give them a piece of your mind. You don't, they don't know you. They, they don't know that, that you can cuss them down one way and cuss them up the other way. And you get ready to go. And before you can open and say it, you say, God bless you. When you yield to the Holy Spirit, he'll make you act in ways that you may not like it, but you're thankful that he has taken control. I know I'm right about it. Won't he stomp you? Won't he arrest you? Won't he handcuff you? Won't he make you act in a way that you know it's not you, but it's him? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 tells us, it says, it says, it says, it says, but the fruit singular of the Spirit, that's capital S, which means the Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit in you, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplish. Listen, it's the character of Jesus in us it's him because the holy spirit talks yeah. of jesus yeah. he shows jesus he manifests jesus yeah. listen is love joy yeah. gladness yeah. peace yeah. patience yeah. listen Hey, amen that's what yeah. patience is kindness yeah. goodness yeah. faithfulness Listen, listen, listen. When, when, when you don't know what to do, surrender. When, when you can't handle it and your patience is running out, surrender. There's a miracle in you and the Holy Spirit will control you and he will give you what you don't have in yourself, but he got everything you need. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen. He did not, he does not ask us to do it in our own strength. He says that he will be our strength. Isaiah 43 1 and 2, he's talking to Israel and he says that he has redeemed them. And he says, I called you by your name. You are mine. If you are a Christian, you are his. He takes ownership over you he will protect you he will make a way for you he will fight your battles oh yes he will he said look what he says he said when you pass through the waters i i will be with you through the rivers he said they will not overwhelm me he said i won't let it i won't let it overwhelm you I won't let it overtake you. He said, when you walk through the fire, and somebody's walking through a fiery situation right now, he said, I will not let it burn you. He said, My fact, you will not even smell like smoke. You ought to not look like what you're going through. Though you're going through it, you shouldn't look like it. You ought to walk like you're a child of God. You ought to talk. Like you're a child of God. You ought to know without a shadow of a doubt. He got me. I'm his child. I know he loves me. I know he's for me. I don't understand why I'm going through what I'm going through. But God got his hands on me. I'm going to wait with expectation. God's going to come see about me. So I got an expectation on the table. When you got an expectation on the table, it makes you walk differently. Oh yes, it does. Is anybody got expectation on the table? You may not like where you're at or what you're going through, but He's giving you a hope for tomorrow. You don't know when He's gonna show up. You don't know how He's gonna show up, but you know too much about Him. Know what this says? After He goes down and He talks about this somewhere in verse ten, in that same verse, He said, "He said, you are my witnesses." It's funny that they go through the experience of God keeping power, God healing power. Then he says, you are my witnesses. That means that they know what he has done. They have experienced how good he is. So they're not talking about what they heard. They're talking about what they know. If you haven't been through nothing, You can't talk about nothing. But when God has brought you out, when God has made a way, when God has healed you, after your deliverance, after God stepped in and financially blessed you, after God opened up a job opportunity, after God healed your broken heart, after God has done a miracle in your life, now you can tell everybody what the Lord has done, and nobody can take your witness away because you saw it for yourself. You witnessed for yourself. Is there anybody in the house got a witness? Is there anybody know that God did it? Has anybody had a but God experience? Is there anybody that can look back over their life and say, I never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord on my side. Hallelujah. God will set us up to show out in our individual lives. When he bring us out of trouble, we're a witness of his goodness. When he deliver us, we will know that we know that we know God did it. I know what I'm talking about. See, I've been through a whole lot of stuff and I got to testify. Nobody brought me, nobody kept me but Jesus. And I'm so glad about it. That's why you can't make me doubt him. That's why you can't make me turn around. I've been through too much to let go of him. Matter of fact, he's holding me right now. There's somebody out there. He's holding you. He's keeping you. Nobody but the Lord. On your journey, on your journey, you got a story to tell. You are his witness. You know that he is God. You understand that he is God. And no matter what anybody else says, you know for yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have experienced him. Scripture said, taste and see that he is God. Amen. That he is good and he is God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen, listen, watch what I said. God wants control of our time, yeah. of our talent, yes, and of our treasure. He said, hey, just, just give back to me your life, and I will pour more life into you. And what I'm learning, the more I trust him, the more I see him. The more I trust him, the more I experience him. The more I I, I let go and let him take control, God begins to show out, show up, and, and show me how much he loves me. Somebody need to say, oh, I know he loves me. I know. Listen, we are a chosen generation. First Peter 2, 9, 10. We are his royal priesthood. We are his holy nation. We are his peculiar people. Listen, so that we should show forth the praises. Show forth his praises. You know why you all to praise him? Based on what he has done. Hallelujah. Don't tell me God hasn't done anything. The fact that you're still alive, he woke you up this morning. He kept you all night long. He kept you with some portion of your health. You are in your right mind, at least some portion of your right mind. Nobody, nobody but him. Hallelujah. God has called the church to be the one that he heals the broken He he is working on us to take us through the healing of the wounds that Satan did to you and me. Amen. Amen. And, And as he heals you, his glory ought to show forth even more. That's Isaiah 61 that he heals the broken heart, that he set the captives free, that he turn our, our ashes into beauty. He says that we are the planting of the Lord for his glory. God placed you here to, that you will glorify him, that you will manifest him as he manifests himself in your life. You want more of Jesus? Let go and let him have more of you. You want to see more miracles? Get busy for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, he, you was bought with a price, not with silver and gold, but you was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He gave it all. He gave it all. He gave it all to you and I. He gave it all. So, so as he gave, we ought to give and see what he can do with you and I. Hallelujah. I was listening to this radio program where this preacher talked about his story. His story is that he was preaching one night, and as he was preaching, he was scheduled for a, a, a triple bypass. And he was preaching, and while he was preaching, another preacher saw a vision of God holding his heart in his hand. The, the preacher said that, you know, he said, that's interesting. I don't know what it means, but as long as Jesus is holding my heart, it's okay. Yes, sir. Apparently, during surgery, his heart stopped frantically in the room. They are trying to start his heart back and there's this Indian doctor who is holding his heart in his hand massaging his heart while sewing up arteries and stuff with the other hand. They said that a presence came into the room where everybody in the room, the hair on back their necks were standing up. He was apparently dead for like 15, 20 minutes. And he came through surgery. I mean, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. And as he is telling the story, he is crying. He is crying. You actually hear him sobbing as he is telling the story. And he begins to apologize. He begins to say, I can't help myself. I can't help but cry. When I think about what he did for me, when I think about how he kept me, he said, I can't help it. He said, while he was in recovery, still in the hospital room, he said, his doctor comes in and his doctor pulls up a chair next to his bed. And his doctor begins to say, tell me who took hold of my hands as I was doing the surgery. He said, something came in that room. Somebody came in that room. And as I was doing it, he said, it was somebody else's hands on my hands. It was somebody else massaging. He said, tell me who was it And that preacher led that Indian doctor to Jesus, to a salvation knowledge of him. Then he said, people asked me, what did I see? He said, you know what? He said, I don't remember seeing anything. He said, the strangest thing is that when I woke up, it was this old hymn playing in my mind. He said, and the words of the hymn that kept on playing is that when I saw the holes, the spike holes in his hands, when I saw the scar-thorn brow, I wish I would have given him more. When I saw the price that he paid for you and I, when I saw that is real, That he gave it all. I wish I would have gave him more. The day is going to come when we're going to see him. And we're going to see him in his glory. We're going to see that the holes are in his hands. The holes are in his feet. That his brow is still scarred. Because of the thorn of crown they put on his head. And the only thing that you're going to think about, how much did I give thee? How much of myself did I run for him? Did I allow other things to get in the way? Did I allow people to get away? Because when we see him, the only thing that's going to matter is, what did you give to Jesus? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I don't know about you. I want to see Jesus. I can't wait to see him. See, he's been good to me. I love that soul heaven because when we get to heaven, we're going to see him. And the question is going to be how much did you give to him? The truth of the matter is everybody's going to heaven, but everybody is staying there i hope you know him because when you see him you're gonna know he gave it all for us every bit of it he paid the price he bled out for you and i every drip drop drop drip of five to six liters of blood was poured out for you and I. And one of those drops was for you. Are you here? Do you hear what I'm saying? You can accept Jesus Christ with me. You can ask him to come into your life right where you are. You don't have to be at church. Right now you can say, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you rose, that you died for me, And you rose for me. And if you're already a Christian, my question to you is, when you see him, did you give him all? Did you run your race? Did you finish your course? Did you fulfill your purpose? Are you on your purpose? On purpose. Are you fulfilling it on purpose? I pray that you accept Jesus. Oh, he paid it all. Oh, how glorious he is. Oh, how excellent he is in every way. And he will show himself to you as you give yourself to him. You will see him more and more, not just in heaven, but now. But now, let me pray with you. Father, even now, Lord, it's really all about you because you paid the price for us. You loved us that much. You cared that much. Lord, you gave it all for us so that we can know you, that so we can have fellowship with you, so that we can be all that you have called us to be. Today, Lord, help us to run our journey. Help us to push everything else secondary and make our lives about you. Oh, Lord, you give joy. You give peace. You give, Lord, the more we give, the more we get. Yes. So today, Lord, we're excited about running for you. Yes. We're excited yes. to see what the end is going to be. And then we get to dwell with you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Lord, bless now. Touch now. Yes, God. As we, in this prayer, do what only you can do. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the glorious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.